Welcome to this episode Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. Today, our guests are Brad and Dan of the Jurassic Park podcast. Super fucking cool dudes. They were really nice. We talk about Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, television, just, you know, all things pop culture. Uh, so I ended up, I saw Jurassic World with uh, my wife and my brother-in-laws, and then we got some barbecue after. It was a really nice day. And we we loved I love that movie. We all love that movie. And then I came across this podcast on Twitter. I think they I don't know how, but um, sometimes I do find podcasts on Twitter just at random, and then I'll listen to them. And then I really like their podcast. It's got a high production quality. It's it's different than this show where it's not just like interview, uh, which I kind of I listen to both. Like I like you know, a lot of interview podcasts, but I also like the production value of this show. Like something like Serial or This American Life or Jurassic Park Podcast. And these dudes are fucking great. And they have all the up-to-date news and everything about Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. And yeah, they are on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod. They're on Tumblr. Their show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, and SoundCloud, and YouTube. Anywhere you find podcasts, basically, you can find Jurassic Park Pod. I really encourage you to check out their show. Episodes are a lot less long. They're about 20, 30 minutes. Again, the production value is just on point. Like I listen to their show, and I'm like, they put a lot of work into their episodes, and it definitely pays off. Uh, they were just as nice as could be. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on. Quick plug for this show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Let's Chat Podcast. Like us on Facebook. And make sure you check out our wonderful podcast network, themisfitsnetwork.com. The Misfits Podcast Network, has a, has, the website has been redone, and it's fucking awesome. We have a email subscription you can sign up for, so make sure you get on that. And um, I'll keep the intro short today, because I know everyone likes a short intro, including myself. So let's get to it. I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade Born sinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to raw jeans, Brucey B, get your brain Funk, master flex, love, bug, star, ski uh, Where in Jersey? Are you guys both in Jersey? Yeah, yeah yep uh, Where in Jersey are you from? I'm uh, right, right outside of Philly Oh, okay, yeah, my, my wife is from... Um... Bloomfield, it's like northern Jersey. Oh, okay. that's so funny. I'm I'm actually in Hoboken. That's like right next to us. Oh yeah, I I, I what was the, um, what was that fucking awesome venue in Hoboken that closed? It's uh, Maxwell's. Or yes. Something? Yeah. 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 I I actually I'm from Connecticut. So and then um okay I, I had a lot of fr- originally and then I had a lot of friends in like northern Jersey. So I spent like a lot of years in that region. Yeah. I'm like one of the only people. I'm like I actually like it down there. I don't know why everyone shits all over it. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates Jersey. I don't know why, but it's uh, it's a little bit nicer than they make it look. Well, I don't know. My theory is um, if you go to college anywhere that isn't New Jersey in the Northeast, it's just a bunch of kids from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, every, that, that's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, every college I've ever visited or hung out at or even went to, it was just a lot of people from Jersey. Because it's just a very densely populated state, so it's just like a numbers yeah. thing. But yeah, you can't escape us. Yeah, if it's just one douchey bro guy who just screams about being from Jersey, you guys all get the bad rap, even though it has nothing to do with you. Oh, God. Yeah, that's the worst. The worst stereotype ever. Come on. And the worst part is uh, that stupid show, the guy, one of the dudes from Jersey Shore was actually from here, is like from uh, Rhode Island. And I was like, oh. Really? 
like a Damn. couple towns over. So I was like, yeah, making yeah. us look bad. Come on, come on, Paulie D. Like, <laughs> Paulie like, D. Yeah, people like are proud of that. I was like, he shouldn't announce that he's from here, guys. That's like a that's a slide against us. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys have the Jurassic Jurassic Park podcast, and um, I, I I listened I've been listening to it, and, and so it's it's how long have you guys been doing this for? Well, really, we just started it. Um, I think what are we on the uh, fifth uh, fifth episode so far? Yep. And I've been wanting to do it for a really really long time, but uh, I figured this would be the best time to start it, you know, with the movie coming out and everything. But really, we're only five episodes in, and uh, you know, hopefully, we're going to keep it going for a while. It was impressed because I, I I'm not sure if you guys have like probably what a lot of people are doing like um because I, I I like Jurassic Park a lot and then how many years is it since the first one came out and then when this movie was coming out I feel like I've kind of rediscovered my love of it and then like kind of went off the deep end and when I found your podcast <laughs> I was like these guys get it because I feel like I'm going through this exact same thing it's like like I knew I liked that movie and I probably haven't seen it in like ten plus years and then I rewatched it again recently I was like. Holy fuck, this is good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's been I like think, 22 years, so yeah. it's it's been uh, wow. it's been a while. Yeah. How yeah, old were you resurgence. guys when you saw it? Um, I think I was uh, seven or eight, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we like, right around there. You know, yeah, believe me too. it or not, I was three years old at the time, so. Was... <laughs> <laughs> you saw it real young. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and you know, I still remember that T Rex scene too. It was terrifying. <laughs> Were you? Because I was um, I don't know about you. I remember seeing it when I was like seven or eight, probably not in theaters, but at my parents' house. And like I think my dad had just gotten like surround sound, and I remember actually being really, really scared of that movie, like really scared of the T Rex yeah. and the Velociraptors. And yeah, I, the, those scenes will do it to you. That movie was really dark, you know, with the, the whole escape the uh, the pen scene with the T Rex, got all the rain coming down. It was oh just my. so dark and scary and. It really uh, preyed on your instincts there. Even now, even now, looking back at that movie, you know, it's made in 1993, and, and I still look at it, and it looks so real. You yeah, know, like, right? I think that was the part that made it so terrifying, is that, you know, it was just so, um, you know, it just, it just seemed so real. Everything about it was was great. You know, it was... Oh, <laughs> sorry. Got oh, no that freaking cell phone going off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything about it just—it was just so real that that you know I think that just made it that much more terrifying. And I and I watched movies made uh, a very specific example. I remember watching the first Hunger Games movie, and there's that one scene where she's they're riding some sort of creature, and the CGI in that movie looks worse than Jurassic Park. Oh, my God! Yeah, it does. Fuck totally. Time. Like, yeah, and it, it makes it not believable, so you you can't really get into that scene. Yeah. But when I'm sitting there watching that T Rex scene, I, I'm Still, so scared. Like, like <laughs> I'm an adult male, and I watched it uh, the day before I went to see Jurassic World, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" I remember being young, and my brother convincing me that dinosaurs are real because of that movie, <laughs> and being terrified <laughs> I was going to get eaten by a dinosaur. Because you know those kids are like my age in the movie, and like. Dude, mm-hmm. I, I remember like terrified because like, well, yeah, why would he lie about it? It's a movie. <laughs> they're they're yeah, on they film. Really There's no it. way they, they can that make island. that up. <laughs> <laughs> but it like it's it's so ridiculous how good it, it it was amazing. Even watching it again, I was like, wow, this is this looks really good. Yeah, yeah. There's a few scenes that maybe don't hold up a hundred percent, but 
um, you can tell the ones they really, really worked hard on. And the way they blended it with CG and uh, live animatronics, it's just – it's seamless. So I wanted to ask you guys if you knew that what that is animatronics. Is that Hens- – it's not Henson Company? Is it one a different one? Uh, that was Stan Winston Studios. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a mix. So the the wide the wide shots are all CGI, and a lot of the close ups are all practical effects. Like they actually made a giant, uh, you know, I don't know how tall, close to forty foot tall, um, super long, like an actual full body T Rex. Oh man, imagine seeing that. <laughs> There's an awesome cast photo floating around from that specific scene where they gathered like the entire crew, the whole cast, and they just sat there. And uh, the T-Rex is actually just standing there in the background. It's so it's so cool. Looking. <laughs> I read a few articles about that thing where, you know, if it, it was actually like almost dangerous on set, too, because it was so huge and it, and it had such a, a whip to it when it would move that if anyone was nearby, you could you could get <laughs> annihilated by that thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually uh, a clip online of I guess because they used like real water um, for the rain sequence and. I guess if they didn't uh, towel off the T-Rex enough, it would start to shudder and look uh, all skippy and, and stuttery. So it's pretty funny if you can find that online. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and I was listening to your podcast on my way to work this morning as well, and, like, you guys put a lot of, like, production and re- a lot of work into your show. I was uh, – more than I do, I was quite impressed. <laughs> How well, long does it take Brad. you guys? He's, yeah. He's the, he's the genius behind uh, all the all the production behind this. <laughs> You know, I uh, I listen to a ton of podcasts, and I listen to both kinds. You know, like like uh, more free flowing and uh, barely any editing, and then I listen to tons that are are super produced. And uh, I think I've done both, so I kind of wanted to go the produced route this time. And and a lot of the uh, the film podcasts that I listen to, um, like Star Wars or Indiana Jones or you know anything else, they're really produced. So I wanted to try to replicate um, that as much as I could. You know that I like the production value quite a lot. Yeah, I'm. I, I totally understand the. Well, you, I listen to a ton as well, and it, it's just, it's just so great how many exist and mm-hmm. for, for everything. There's a whole lot of movie ones. Like I think that's really fun. Um, yeah, you know I try to check our rankings <laughs> every now and then. It doesn't prove very fruitful, but uh, I, I go down the list and you see you see things that haven't been around for years, like. Like, uh, what did I see? Some uh, Lost podcasts. Um, there's even Breaking Bad pod- podcasts still going on. Um, uh, and uh, one that just debuted was a, a Frasier podcast. Oh, the Kevin Frasier. Smith, Matt Myra one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I know it's popular because of those guys, but that's funny that people still want to listen to a, a whole podcast dedicated to Frasier. So. And Frasier wasn't that good. I mean, I like <laughs> I it. I never got into it. Yeah, it's okay. I I know they love it, but um, I've actually been listening to a Simpsons one. Uh, it's called Everything Coming Up Podcast, and it's like oh really, uh, a comedian and a musician, and uh, and then they invite like people to come and talk about an episode of The Simpsons, and I'm like yeah. just totally hooked because I'm like oh yeah, no no one's yeah. gone past like season ten yet, so that's if they stop doing if the episodes are in the later ones, I'll probably stop. But like it's. It's yeah, funny. once you get past the ones you uh, don't recognize anymore, it yeah. might not be as fun. But, yeah, they could go on for years with that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I always think about doing something like that, and I'm like, that's a, that's a lot of time and work I don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're retroactively like looking at each episode, that's just so much work. Oh, my work. God. Yeah, and that show's still continuing. I don't. I wonder how, what they're, how, how do you even manage that, but, like, 
I, I, um, the Fra- I, I haven't listened to the Frasier one. I feel like I should because I love Matt Myra and I love Kevin Smith, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably won't. I love Myra too, but uh, I, uh, I can't see myself listening to anything about Frasier. I've never watched a single episode, so. <laughs> yeah, I never um, saw Cheers. I didn't really watch Cheers either. Yeah, no. Oddly enough, and I'm like from New England, so that's supposed to be like born with you, but I don't, I just, I don't know. I think I watched it with my grandparents, and because of that, it just was, I don't know, I never. Well, now it's an old person show then, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of a TV Land kind of, kind of, kind of thing to watch. Yeah. yeah. And then that TV Land switched. I forgot what age we all, I think, uh, what age I was, but then it turned into like stuff I liked, because it turned into like Fresh Prince of Bel Air and stuff. I was like, huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember I would watch, like, Cheers and, like, Golden Girls and Murder, She Wrote with my grandma. And, like, yeah. Golden Girls still actually does hold up. Does it? Surprisingly. Yeah, because I found out it was um, uh, Mitch Hurwitz who created Rest Development yeah, was a Rest writer for it. Yeah. So, like, you could really – and I'm like, oh, and, like, I didn't understand any of the sex jokes at that age. And now I <laughs> want to, like, oh, wow. Man, I don't have cable, but if I'm at my in-law's house, I'll, like – and it's the sh- – I don't know. If it comes on, we'll watch it. Just to, yeah, it's that's what we do. <laughs> uh, now, do you guys talk about the second and third Jurassic Park movie at all in your podcast? Because uh, those tend to be the ones that people like to skip on over. Yeah, you know, we haven't gotten there yet. We've been trying to focus on the new movie uh, as much as we can. You know, try to ride out the uh, the success of the movie. But um, we'll definitely get there. And uh, I don't have any problems with that. I don't know if uh, if Dan does or not, but you know, I mean, I, I think. Jurassic Park 3 really kind of started to go down a different path where, you know, it just wasn't as, um, I don't know, it just wasn't as, as great in my eyes, you know, so it's tougher for me to talk about that and really take take great points from it, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, the whole the whole franchise is, is just awesome, and, and I'm glad that, that it's actually coming, you know, back on, a, on an upswing with this new movie. Have you, have you been able to see it yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I oh, absolutely, I loved it. That's uh, part of why I wanted to do this because I was like, I just want to talk about this movie with somebody, because uh, <laughs> I, I really, I um, I fucking, I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, I actually confused two and three. I don't have any, but like, I love the first one. I loved how this wasn't like a reboot, but it was, but it was like a continuation without, with still being new, but still part of the same, uh, yeah, uh, the franchise. Like, I th- I was, I was surprised how they, I thought they did a really good job. Uh, a lot of great references to the first one, which I loved, with um, with the guy with the shirt. What's his name? Nick something. No, that's his. Uh, oh God, that's, that's his the guy character, from New Girl. Nick Miller from, from Yeah, New Girl. yeah. <laughs> is his name is uh, Jake something? Jake Johnson. Yeah. Jake Johnson. Yeah, because I I love him. Actually, I was like blown away when I saw him and Lauren Lapkus in there. I was like, oh my God! And then they actually yeah. had scenes and talked and were funny. I was like, wow. I know, and. Uh, one of the best scenes in them in that uh, that section with them is uh, where he goes in for a kiss and uh, you know she <laughs> denies it, and that was all uh, improv uh, on the moment there. I think they did it a bunch of times, but they uh, that wasn't originally in the script. I love I loved it. Like I, that, I I saw that in um, I think I was in Jersey when we saw the movie. I saw my wife and my brother in laws, and like the entire theater exploded in that scene. Like, <laughs> of course, it was amazing. It was so fucking funny. Uh, so what is your? I mean, you guys are like the, the Jurassic Park big the fandom dudes. Like, so you guys liked it as well. Yeah, of course. 
Yeah. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been awkward awesome. if you start the podcast <laughs> and be like, this sucks. No, we hated it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of people like that, right? Like, people who love oh, Star yeah. Wars hate Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a that's a t- uh, touchy subject, too. I'm wearing my Star Wars shirt right now. But, uh, yeah, Are you I love uh, someone who loves too. it? Oh, what, there's a great documentary. It's on Netflix. It's like the people versus George Lucas and people who love Star Wars but hate George Lucas. Yeah, there's there's some strange hatred for for somebody who created a whole world that you love, but you, some some reason people still hate you know that guy. You know, I think it's because of Jar Jar. It's a lot of well, people's explanations. Yeah, that there's he's definitely the reason <laughs> to hate it, but probably one of the most hated characters uh, in the series, if not the most hated. Yeah, I can't really think of a more hated character than him. Yeah, I, I like to uh, my I married into a very uh, nerdy family, which I'm so happy about because I don't have to listen to, like sports talk because I just that's <laughs> not me. So, but like sometimes I'll just like the, my like literally my brother-in-law is like a Star Wars fanatic. Like he writes his own fan fiction, write, reads like wow. the whole canon. He's so into it. And so sometimes if we're all, like, hanging out, um, just to, like, fuck with them, like, we'll have a couple beers. And, like, I got to say, Matt, I really like that Jar Jar Binks. And then <laughs> to start mixing up, like, Lord of the Rings characters and Star Wars characters, and he gets so infuriated. Oh. It's so <laughs> yeah. funny. I could I could totally see why he'd get angry. Yeah. I'd probably <laughs> like, do the same thing. I was like, I was really glad that uh, Darth Vader threw that ring into the lava pit. That's not how it happened! You've confused the movies! <laughs> it's quite fun. I'm going to have to start pulling that with you, Brad. Oh, yeah. Don't do it, please. <laughs> don't. It'll get me so angry. I do that to my wife, too, with Harry Potter, because she likes Harry Potter, and I never like saw or read any of them, so like, I'll just confuse it on purpose, and you just hear... I was like, I was like so get... I'm like, so Game of Thrones is just like Harry Potter fan fiction, right? And then you just, just like a plate gets thrown in my head. <laughs> yeah, you can't mess with uh, Game of Thrones fans. No. You know, they're they're pretty crazy. Yeah. And then people, and I, I, and I, I was making my wife's watching right now, and I was making fun of him. Like, <laughs> you're gonna feel like shit afterwards. Why are you gonna watch it right now? She's like, you know, I really like him. Like, all right, but you're just gonna be really mad in an hour because everyone's gonna be dead. Yeah. yeah. Every week, my my girlfriend is like a religious watcher of that show, and she's uh, every week she's she's like so depressed after. You know, it, it just doesn't seem like a, uh, you know, happy happy thing to do. Everyone's everyone's dying every every damn week. Do you guys watch it? I uh-huh. want to. I haven't. Uh, you know, I but it's it's just uh, I haven't been able to devote the time to it just yeah, yet. I- me, yeah, same here. I, feel- I watched maybe the first season, and uh, I think that was it. I think that's where I stopped. I hate when things get too big in the culture, and I'm not attached to it, and I'm like, I missed my chance. I know. I feel left behind. That's, I do. That's the yeah. problem. Because I watched oh, Breaking Bad yeah. from day one until the end, and I was like a solid good five years where I was like, yeah, I could talk to everyone at work, and like it's great, and uh, everyone went over to the Game of Thrones, and I'm like, I feel like I'm left behind. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, where is everyone? Yeah. Guys, come on, what about Walt? Here are my yeah, theories you know, of why he's still alive. I uh, I was left behind on Breaking Bad. I didn't watch that until the final season was airing. So I uh, I had to catch up, I think, on Netflix. And uh, then I recorded like the episodes from the fifth season as they were coming on. And I think it was kind of ruined for me because um, everybody hyped it up so much that when I went to watch it, I was I was a little let down. That happens. I've done that to some some people with a wire. Like I hyped it up so much to them, 
And by the time they watch it, they're like, I don't get it. And I'm like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> or like Sopranos, like shows who've ended like Sopranos and then someone watches like this. And I, I love both of those shows, but like in my head, they're like Greek gods of television. And then mm-hmm. like if you show to someone who they just like, eh, I don't care. I'm like, what? How can you not? <laughs> but I'm sure that's how they must feel about Game of Thrones. And I'm the asshole who's like, eh, I don't care. Yeah. Because I like well, um, I, Veep, and I watch Veep and Silicon Valley on Sunday night. Those are, like, my, the two HBO shows I watch every Sunday. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, uh, Silicon Valley is awesome. It's so funny. Yeah, I, I really... Because I loved King of the Hill, and because it's uh, Mike... What's his name? Fuck, Mike, Mike Judge. Judge. Yeah. yeah. And um, I thought this is... It's the, probably, like, some of the highest intellect and dick jokes next to each other that you've ever seen oh, ever. Absolutely. Oh, exactly. That, that's what I've been saying the whole time. Like, it's 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 not like a like crazy laugh-out-loud comedy, like, all the time. you got to kind of think into it, and it's, like, hilarious. You know, like, it's fantastic. Yeah, it, they, it really they, is. They absolutely have the longest-running dick joke. That, that whole ever. episode, they were analyzing, uh, what was that, the season finale, I think? The first or, season, yeah, close, it was like... Yeah. If you just put the dicks next together, you go, dick to floor, dick to floor, dick to floor, dick to floor. <laughs> dick out. And I guess I've, I've read or, I no, I've heard them talk in podcasts. Sometimes if I talk to people who don't listen to podcasts, I lie and be like, yo, I read this, but really I've just heard someone talk about it. <laughs> but uh, they, um, they actually, that mathematical equation is actually uh, holds up too. Does it? Yeah, they, they, cause they're super anal retentive, oh. like hyper and obsessive to details. They like hired a mathematician to come in and like make sure it was accurate or something. I think someone even wrote a paper to make it even more. I think there's a paper, like a 13 page published paper about that. They said, you know, I think I actually saw that one day and it's, it's actually kind of hilarious cause it, it is, yeah, it does hold up. It's, but it's, but of course it's just in math. So like, it's just dx seven fr to ratio equals that, and you're like, what? Why would you? <laughs> God. But I, did you guys like the second season? I thought the second season was fucking amazing. Oh yeah, really. I'm like four episodes behind right now, unfortunately. Oh, we won't ruin but... it, but it, it it's, oh, yeah. it's so great. I think it might be yeah. my favorite. I, 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 I like. I don't know. I'm kind of torn because I feel like that and Veep are my two favorite cast, like of any ensemble that's currently on television. Because, uh, but those, because like every character in Silicon Valley, I just like I light up when they come on screen. From like Russ Hammer, like the the billion, the guy who wants to be a billionaire. Yeah, three uh, uh, three comma club. <laughs> three comma. For what reason? <laughs> I'm a three B. <laughs> three comma. <laughs> like everyone in that show, oh I God. love. Like every every yeah. um. And I love that they didn't make um, the woman who works for, oh god, the big company. That, so she works with Pied Piper, and the first season, she kind of looked like she was going to be like the love interest, and then mm-hmm. she isn't. And I just, I, I don't, you just, you never see yeah. that on like cable. So I was like, that's so great, like right, like they're just so fucking awkward and can't even handle yeah. that. I feel like they uh, they did leave her out a lot in the second season. Yeah, I would like to see more of her. I did you, yeah, um, I'm having a hard time differentiating the seasons because I act. That's another show that I, I caught up right when the second season started. So I watched uh, yeah. them pretty much all back to back to back. So I'm like, wait, no, what happened? Not, and that's not a show that has a big difference. Like season one and two, I don't. I, I might be wrong, but it does feel like they don't take place very far apart from each other. Because I think 
they, they, yeah, it's all they, pretty contained. Yeah, because they win the the big contest in season one, and then the next season isn't too far out. It's just them trying to go from the next step. Maybe like a, so I thought that was a I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, and to bring that to Jurassic World, um, I like that about Jurassic World of how it was like the Jurassic Park universe twenty years later. I thought like was it about twenty. I thought yeah, that was 22 years. 22, yeah, which, which was also in real time. I thought that was pretty cool how they did that. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, and if you didn't pay attention to all the stuff that was going on online, um, they actually had a few websites dedicated to the movie, and you could get a ton of backstory um, about what's been going on in those 22 years. Really? And uh, Yeah, there's actually um, a website devoted to the owner of the park. I think it's MizraniGlobal.com. And uh, there's there's obviously JurassicWorld.com, which is actually like like a legit theme park website. Like you actually feel like you're going to a park when you look at that website. But the uh, the other website actually has like a lot of backstory. Um, kind of ties into the third movie a little bit. It ties into the first movie, um, and it really just lets you know where everything left off. What was that site again? I'm trying. I was trying to write down Maz- uh, Mazrani. It's like M A S R. A N I, I think. Okay, that's awesome. It's Ronnie Global. Imagine being the person who like works for whatever studio, and your job is to make up like the fan. It's like getting paid to write fan fiction for draft, but yeah, like, but it's also still canon. Like that's actually, those guys so have cool. been in the news recently. Uh, I think there's like two young guys, and they were approached by Universal and said, uh, "Hey, can you make this website for us? We want it to replicate the owner of the park and make it seem legit and real." Like and they actually had um, behind the scenes videos and stuff. Um, one of them was focused on like Henry Wu, you know, the character from the movie. He's been in the the first movie and now the last movie. Oh yeah, um, I love that guy. Except he kind of fucked us in this season, movie. Well, yeah, I actually have this running theory that he's he's the actual bad guy through the entire series. You just don't oh, realize because we only see um, the Wayne Knight character in the first one being evil, but there's. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's yeah, there's so much more to it than that that we're just seeing that moment. Yeah, and I think uh, in the book his character was actually pretty big, and when he signed on to the movie, he was actually a little bit disappointed that his role was only I think it was only one scene and just like maybe three minutes worth of screen time. So. Oh yeah, he's only in the first one with the baby Velociraptors being born. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's such a good scene though, right? When you see that. Oh god! You're like, they're real dinosaurs. I know they're not, but uh, <laughs> well, when you watch that thing be being born, it does look real. Yeah. Uh, were you guys Parks and Rec fans before? Oh, definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I'm totally on the Chris Pratt bandwagon because I loved Parks and Recs. I loved Guardians, uh, mm-hmm. Lego Movie, Jurassic World. I don't think he's gonna strike out for a while. No, he's yeah, on a total not. hot streak right now. He he he's unstoppable. And he what comes off as like the sweetest, nicest guy in the entire world, which is why I hate him. And he's very devilishly handsome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just getting more and more handsome, which is I strange. Know. I know. I mean, we have it. no excuse, guys. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and he's funny. Like he's really funny. Like, I mean, when Parks and Rec started, uh, I think I think it got probably good. You know, season one's a little eh. But season two, where it picks up, like you're at the moment, I'm like, oh, it's Aziz Ansari, Amy Poehler, I love all these people, and like Nick Offerman, and it was like the Chris, the Chris Pratt character, the guy, I had no idea who this guy is, and he was like stealing every scene from like Aziz and Amy Poehler, 
and like he's just naturally fucking funny. Yeah, and I think he like started his whole career in parks like on a couch. Yeah, yeah he was living he, like, in like a van or something. Broke his leg or something. Yeah, yeah, he like he fell, he fell, he falls into the pit, and that's yeah. how. He, he wasn't supposed to be in the whole series. I think he was supposed to just be the guy, the reason uh, Leslie and Ann meet, and then they just they just loved Chris Pratt, so they kept him in the show and kind of <laughs> tooled his character to be a little different. Where he was supposed to be the dick ex boyfriend, but then mm-hmm. like they describe Andy as a he's like a golden retriever, like he's a puppy dog, like he's there's something so lovable about his character. Yeah, and he almost seems that way in real life too, which is I know. I, I really like. Did Did you guys hear him when he was unnoticed with uh, the director of Jurassic Park? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just listened to that one recently. I I didn't know the director of Jurassic uh, Jurassic. I always confuse uh, Jurassic World rather. Um, was the guy who did uh, the time travel movie? I just yeah. Um, uh, freak. Uh, well, God, it's Aubrey <laughs> Plaza, and I don't. I I had the name. In, I was gonna write it down. I was like, no, I'm gonna remember it. Something. Um, Damn, I can't. I cannot remember it right now. I, I love that movie though too. Yeah, me too. And it was not anything like Jurassic World. It was like produced by like the Duplass brother, the Duplass brothers. So it was one of those like very lo-fi, like they call it a mumblecore movie. And it was like, yeah. All right, here it is. Safety not guaranteed. Yes, yes. And that was also and Nick, uh, Nick, uh, uh, Jake <laughs> Johansson, uh, Johnson, Jake Johnson's in that movie too. Yeah, he oh. was he was a dick in that movie. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that movie was really surprising. Like I had heard that it was a really good movie, and then I was like, "Oh, it's just on Netflix. Let me check it out." And uh, I was completely shocked by it. Yeah, same here. I, I like those the Duplass brothers a lot. Like I like all of their movies, where like mm-hmm. nothing happens for two hours, but at the end of it, you feel like you've accomplished something's been accomplished. Yeah, like uh, Jeff who lives at home, and or because uh, Jake Johnson was also. Have you ever seen Drinking Buddies? Yeah, I saw that. He plays a kind of a. A bro, that like that kind of guy who's an <laughs> anger underneath. Like I really, really, really like that movie. I, I know it was a different yeah. director, but I think I really think Dick Johnson's a really talented actor. Like he's really funny, and he. It, I think all those people are super good. Like I, I get happy when you see him, and then they're all like nice and funny people. You're like, yeah, good for you. Yeah, that's that's the best part is when you actually realize they're they're decent people, and they're not just like, you know. Uh, terrible movie stars that make too much money you know they're they're real cool like down-to-earth people that was what i liked uh chris pratt said a nerdist was just kind of like how the day is different where like the assholes aren't working anymore and you you have to be nice and all that stuff i was like that's and he he seemed like he's like no one expect he's like i never expected this i just you know you go with the flow and one he's like um i forgot how he quoted it. he's like i'm i'm everywhere right now but give it time yeah. and then i'll disappear and you guys will forget about me yeah, that's exactly what he said. He's like, he's the hottest star in the world right now, but, you know, give it a few months and nobody will remember, so. Yeah, it's so true, right? You could be, like, the most famous person in the world, and then, like, you don't make a your movie sucks, and then you, people forget about you. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely I think... not going to forget, because I'm going to end up watching this movie, like, 50 billion times, just like the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I bought, Guardians is probably one of the last DVDs I bought, because I, like, my wife and I watched it, I think I watched it last Sunday, just like that, like, it was raining, didn't want to, you know. You don't know. You know when you just want something you watched a hundred times. It's just mm-hmm. Guardians, yep. man. It's, it's just the perfect. It movie. is so good. It bums me out that like none of those movies will ever get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, even when they're they're nominated for like visual effects, you know, they they never win. I don't I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. I know. 
It's so weird. Um, so and then uh, I thought I liked I really liked uh, Bryce Dallas Howard as when they casted her. I thought that was a really interesting choice because I mean I like her. I think she's ta- very talented. But like mm-hmm. when the director was talking, he was like had to fight the studio because she hadn't been in a movie in a while. I was like people don't. I, I'm a fan of things. I don't give a shit when someone was in a movie, but that's not how like studios think. So I thought she was so fucking good. Like I, you yeah. know, like there's an, another universe where they would recast that movie would be like Chris Pratt and then like a Disney star, you know. Yeah. And it wasn't that she and she's fucking awesome in that movie. Yeah, well, obviously her casting didn't hurt the uh, box office at all. So. Yeah, right. That thing made a lot of money. <laughs> Like yeah, they lot, uh, they made lot. no mistakes. You know, it doesn't matter what people say about the movie having you know sexism or or people are, are mistaking somebody's joke about a, a dinosaur nickname as racism. Um, Wait, what was that? One? I never, I didn't hear that one. I I think it was um, some guy made a, a video. It's just it was just a comedy bit. You know, he just made a joke about it because uh, one of the dinosaurs is a Pachycephalosaurus, and you know, anybody who knows dinosaurs and knows that dinosaur, they call it a packy. Yeah. So, they, oh. you know, they this one guy made a joke about it, and I believe, and he said, you know, oh, they're, they're making fun of packies now. You know, they're, they're calling it, uh, you know, that's the nickname they're using. They're saying things about it. I forget. There was a line in the movie that they used. But uh, so people are latching on to that, that comedy bit that the guy was doing, and now they think it's real, and so people are attacking it for that reason. Oh, God, I didn't even hear that one. That's, yeah, it's it's terrible. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah, see the that? the movie uh, has to battle a lot. Yeah, at some point, I, I, um, I think people are just looking for something. So, there is some level where someone's just looking for something to complain about. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I, um, I know Joss Whedon had his comments and then came out against his comments, and even the director was like, it's okay, it's Joss Whedon, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why he made those comments in the first place. You know, it's it's like uh, everybody said, it was uh, a one-minute clip, and how can you really base the entire movie off that one-minute yeah. clip? You don't know any of the backstory. And, uh, it was weird. Just, yeah. just weird. It was weird that she was in heels the whole movie, but I think the director <laughs> was also like, when would she change her shoes? I was like, yeah, oh, it's funny. I didn't even realize weird. until like that you know, later on in the film where, where I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that whole time, that whole damn time. She's wearing heels, which is fantastic, but she did it. Yeah. That's I think it makes her ass. stronger. Right. Uh, yeah. th- that fucking scene though, when he's on the motorcycle with the velociraptors is so fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Oh my That's God. Oh yeah. Absolutely. My favorite scene. You know, I've been, I've been listening to the soundtrack and, uh, when the music for that comes on, I'm I'm like so pumped up now. It's it's so, oh, I can't wait to see it again. <laughs> uh, I can't tell you how many times I've uh, been driving, and uh, that comes on, and I'll just pull up Snapchat and just drive along, sounding and looking awesome. I, I, it's probably super dorky, but no, that's amazing. <laughs> well, we are three dudes with podcasts, so I think we're already in the dork category. Yeah, yeah, we're a good company. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Chris Pratt did one, so now they're cool. Phew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's our next guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, like, the end, we got to talk about that ending. Uh, anyone, well, I'm sure if you haven't seen Jurassic World, you're probably not listening to this episode. Uh, but were you taken back, like, surprised by that ending with the giant dinosaur fish jumped out and uh, ate it? It was 
I, yeah. I didn't see it. Co- I didn't see it coming. I, I was I was thoroughly like childishly surprised where I was just like, OK, I can still be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I was super shocked. I was too like paying attention to much of the the T-Rex versus the Indominus battle. And, you know, the, the T-Rex ended up throwing it against the railing there. I just didn't expect that at all. No, me neither. Yeah, no, that was that was surprising. But the whole movie, I, I, I remember thinking, like, I was like, man, something's going to get too damn close to that wall. Like, something's going to get... I, I, I honestly thought it was going to be a kid for the longest time. And then all of a sudden, that happened. And I was like, wow, that is a... That is one way to go. <laughs> they really held off until the end to get to pay off that wall, that fish. Because I really just thought you see the fish once. I completely forgot about that fish. I swear to God, mm-hmm. I just completely forgot. Yeah, I think that was the point. They uh, kind of diverted your attention away from everything. And and you, what was the last time you saw that? Oh, well, yeah, it was. It wasn't that, that long ago. It was when the girl was dropped into the tank and and the uh, the mosasaur ate the uh, pteranodon. But, yeah, <laughs> that they definitely so made sick. you forget about it. That scene made me so anxious. Like I was, just, I was just on edge for like twenty-five yeah. minutes. It seemed like while she right. was just tossed around. <sighs> yeah. Well, I, that the... whole entire scene, from the moment they they uh, they let those pteranodons loose and they they start flying towards the uh, park, you're just like, this is going to be bad. And then people are getting like stabbed, picked up. Uh, just brutally taken down. It's it's pretty awesome. And Jimmy Buffett was not giving up his drinks. <laughs> oh hell no! I thought that was sweet. You know what I was thinking when they made? I was like, why would they fucking make those? Why would you make those? Like that's such a terrible idea. This whole park is such a bad idea on so many levels. And it mm-hmm. took until uh, the 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 newest dinosaur for this to happen. Like what the fuck is wrong with you guys? But it was such a the whole time huh. I'm watching that movie, I was like, yeah, this would so happen if we had the technology. We'd be blown away by dinosaurs. Twenty years later, would be like, eh, dino parks, whatever. Mm-hmm. But exactly. Just, yeah, I think they really so, got it right. It was so driven by like corporate greed and capitalism, which is, and it was like, yeah, that's probably the only way this would work. And then like, if they left it, but the way they left it was like, there's so many, uh, there's just so much, there's so much they can do with that. Like, there's like, they walk away from that movie like, um, the what's the gentleman's name who escapes from the helicopter with the with the the stuff. Oh, well, Henry Wu escapes, and and yeah. uh, one of the one of the uh, InGen soldiers says like, "You'll be well taken care of. Don't worry." And you know they just take off. So it definitely leaves something open there, and you just don't know what it is though, really. And then you still have a park with a dinosaur running around. Like a t- we're like, "Oh, we got rid of this one that's trying to kill everything." There's still yeah. T Rex and Velociraptors on the on the run. <laughs> like you know yeah. what I mean? It's not like they're just gonna not kill you. Well, I mean that that was the same way it was left the first time, right? Yeah, so, I that's mean, why they had to go back twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah, you never know. What, I guess what could happen, um, and, and I guess what they'll come up with next. But it definitely seems like the the villain is um, is Doctor Wu. It, I, I'm really interested to see where they where they possibly take that because it, it'll take it down a, a possibly an entirely different you know plot line. You know, it, it could be interesting. I agree, and I, I thought, and because he definitely is working with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character, which I did not know that was Vincent D'Onofrio. No, I, I yeah. and I just watched Dare. Well, you know why? I just finished watching Daredevil. Okay, yeah, and, um, I, can see. I was expecting him to be fatter, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's completely different character than he is in Daredevil. Yeah, I, I thought he was fucking awesome in both. 
Yeah, he he was amazing, and he transformed. So you know, you see him as this brutal, tall, bald guy in Daredevil, and then in this movie, he's got the goatee hair. He's you know he's maybe a little bit thinner, but he's still. I mean, he's still a you know a nasty dude, but uh, he's awesome. He can transform himself real he well. Really, <laughs> first time he walked on screen in Jurassic World, I thought he looked like um, the soldier from uh, that old Phil Hartman movie, uh, Toy Soldiers. <laughs> That was my first thought. I tried to make that joke to everyone, to a couple of people. They're like, "What are you talking about? What movie? Phil? Who? Uh, okay, I'm gonna walk away from this conversation now." I forgot all about that. That family. yeah, I, I don't even know if it was even that good, but I think it was just because it was his last movie before he was um, uh, uh, taken from us. Untimely. Way to bring it down. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That'll happen. <laughs> Do you guys remember after the first Jurassic Park came out and? MTV, this is back when the MTV movie, or it was the MTV movie awards were like all the craze, and they mm-hmm. like had substance in my life at least, and they did that great Jurassic Park parody. I don't remember um, that. I think it's like Ben Stiller hosted, I'm going to have to find it on YouTube, because it's like they're all in like a van and the T-Rex eats them, and then they all just, I, I wish I could remember I how it remember. went, I was trying to find it on YouTube before we did this, I couldn't find it anywhere. Sometimes, like, the old copyrighted stuff is the hard... You just... You yeah. Just, doesn't come up. I, like, had no, visions it... of it. And I just... I think it's Ben Stiller. And I know they're, like... In the, there's that scene where in the tree, and then the... I think the... T- <laughs> yeah. But I remember MTV parodying uh, Jurassic Park, and it was, like, a big... I remember loving it, and I wish I could find it. I do not it. remember. I do not remember that at all. One thing I do remember about uh, one of those movie awards was, was Ben Stiller, when um, him and Tom Cruise were doing that, like... Um, stunt double thing for, for Mission Impossible 2, I believe. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember that. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. God. Who thought they would still be making uh, Mission Impossibles after all these years? And I'm going to go see it. It's going to be amazing. The new one? I, I hope it's amazing. I mean, oh, it looks yeah. like it. I saw the last one in IMAX with my brother-in-law, and I was like, I know it's not going to be like you know a dialogue-heavy movie, but sometimes you just really want a good uh, action movie. And yeah. I regret not yeah. seeing Jurassic World in IMAX. Um, you know, I didn't see it in in an IMAX yet. Uh, I've already I've already seen it three times in a theater. Um, I saw it in in a, in a fake IMAX, which is you know any your local Lowe's or what or um, uh, AMC. Um, they're they're not actual IMAXs. You can find real ones here and there, but uh, whenever they say like IMAX in your local theater, it's probably not real. But um, I saw it in one of those. I saw it in um. A Regal RPX, which was amazing. That that screen is giant, and uh, that had 3D, and it also had um, butt kicker seats, which is it has a speaker in the seat, and it actually like vibrates. So when oh, the dinosaurs man. were walking around, uh, uh, when the dinosaurs were walking around, it was it was awesome, like because your your seat shook like insanely. I wish you had like a glass of water there. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so that's, smart that's, if they marketed it like that, right? They should have. They really fucked up. Yeah, you can yeah. see those impact tremors. Because I didn't even know about those seats until um, I was just browsing, looking for a theater to go to, and I, and I saw it said under the uh, thing, it said, come check out our butt kicker seats. And that would have been an awesome way to promote it for this movie. You know, just have the cup sitting there and just shaking every two seconds. Oh, oh man. man. Missed opportunity. Oh, it re- totally. It really is. Yeah, because I think I was trying to, art, trying to make it so we would go see it in the IMAX, but it was like I was in... New Jersey, and it was like an hour away, and I was like, mm-hmm. come on, it's worth it. Let's just drive an hour to see a movie. And everyone's like, no. 
let's <laughs> let's not do that. I was like, well, I don't know, it's yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even push myself to drive an hour to go see it, but um, but I have seen it three times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, you guys, um, I really want to play the Jurassic Park uh, Lego game. It looks amazing. Yeah, I haven't gotten that yet. I, uh, I me either. I don't know I what's holding me back, but. <laughs> and I heard you say on your show that the app is really good. Yeah, the um, what is it? The Jurassic World. Um, I think it's park just building? Jurassic World the game. It's a, uh, it's like a park builder slash um, uh, dinosaur attack. Like you, you battle each other with um with your dinosaurs so it's it's a really cool app i like it a lot it yeah, uh it's pretty tonight. addicting yeah i think i'm getting that <laughs> i'm gonna download that right <laughs> after this yeah yeah and and uh you can actually like um build up your dinosaurs now and uh create hybrids and stuff like that so uh, you know in the movie you got a glimpse of the the stegoceratops real quick um it was just on a computer monitor in one of the uh labs but you can build that you can build all kinds of things it's it's actually a pretty fun game that's awesome. So, um, if Jurassic World was a real park today, would you guys go? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, as yeah, insane as that would. sounds, I, I think I'd probably go. Well, here, here's my thinking. Like, this movie was only one day of the park's existence. Mm-hmm. So, there's other days people didn't get killed, and they were fine. So, I'm just hoping that the day I go isn't the day that everything goes to hell. Yeah, that's one of the uh, touches you you found on the, that uh, external website. There, it said the park was open for ten years. It was it's been running smoothly, so it seems like it'd be perfectly safe. So right. they just had to do one wrong thing to make everything go to hell. And you know, and it's funny too. It was uh, they left the door open, and that just fucking oof. Oh, that was like the one mishap, really. That damn door. <laughs> you know, like the whole movie stemmed from the door. I know. Isn't when, it, I thought that was an interesting way to to go at it. Like, couldn't it got out a little bit of a different way? But it, it was still a fun scene. Oh yeah, yeah. They definitely led you to believe it was clawing its way out, and, and yeah. I was shocked when I found it. You know, sitting in the middle of the the cage there. But Which, that would have been great. It was Sorry. great though because it actually, you know, it, it touched on you know a lot of the different qualities that this particular dinosaur had from, mm-hmm. you know, the genetic modification from all these different you know, species of whatever to, to make it this, like, super dinosaur, you know? So it, it was kind of cool, but, it, it man, it was such an easy easy way out, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I just, I feel like if I was, like, a young, like, a kid, and I saw, you know how, like, probably, like, our dad saw um, Indiana Jones, and they saw Harrison Ford as uh, Indiana Jones. I felt like if I was a young boy watching that, I would see Chris Pratt in that role. I was like, that's who I want to be. I want to be a Velociraptor trainer. Oh, yeah. It doesn't take guff from anyone. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm really hoping uh, kids are latching on to this movie, because when we were kids, Jurassic Park was everything. We had all the toys. We had, oh, yeah. so you know, apparel. We had all the merchandise, posters. And I really hope kids today are doing that same thing, even though the toys are kind of lacking. Yeah, I, I hope. I like. I don't want that. To, I'm like. I wonder. Is it's my like my old curmudgeonly like? I'm trying not to be like an old curmudgeonly person. I don't think I am. But like, the toys for this movie just don't seem nearly as cool as when I was a kid. But I wonder. But like, and I think a lot of people have been kind of saying that. They're like, these are kind of lame. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, I like, hate the... buying one of the toys at like Caldors or Kmart. 
and the the her, the advertisement one is like feels like real dinosaur skin, and of course. I don't know how you could do that, but <laughs> but at the time I was like, "This is what dinosaurs really felt like." Uh huh. Oh man. Yeah, there's something there's something about this toy line. It's really disappointing. I mean, there's a few decent pieces, but um, for some reason the sizing is really weird. There's there's like big dinosaurs, there's smaller dinosaurs, and there's ones in in between, and they have like a, a giant T Rex, but also like a mini T-Rex, and it's just really confusing. And there's also no humans. And and the ones that are human, they're like, you know, like Lego people. Yeah, almost. they're tiny. So, you know, it's tougher to, I don't know, like I, I had, I loved the characters when, you know, from from like the first and second movie that they made because, you know, like the, I always wanted like, you know, to, to be playing with specific you know, human character action figures, right? But then, like, I feel like you don't get that same connection with these, like, little tiny Lego guys. No. You know, me and, me and you actually used to argue over who would play with, uh, you know, Dr. Grant or Ian Malcolm, and, and now kids don't get to do that. You know? Yeah. It's kind of depressing. Did you guys, like, grow up together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did, yep. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Cousins. Yeah. Oh, your cousins? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I wish one of my cousins would do a podcast with me. Well, I kind of <laughs> had to, you know, bend his arm a little bit. Yeah. To get him, uh, <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, now that we're started, it's it's running, running much smoother. You know, <laughs> the, the beginning is always the toughest part. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, well, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, anything I missed? Uh, I think you, way, you guys are way more in, uh, knew way more about Jurassic Park World than I did, which was <laughs> that's why I want to talk to you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think we pretty much covered everything. I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's about all I know about it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so where can people find your podcast online? Well, we just recently uh, built it up a little bit. We started off with Twitter, so um, we're at Jurassic Pod. Oh, no, sorry, that's not right. At Jurassic Park Pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can find us there. We're, we're pretty much uh, the most active on there. Um, we also have our podcast on iTunes. Uh, we list it on SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I think we're on Tumblr, too. So just search for us. We'll be there. Oh, that's awesome. I wish you guys all the best of luck. And um, uh... All right, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Oh, you too. Thanks for having us. Thanks.